Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the L Rambles podcast. L here, and I have my lovely co-host, Jules. Hi, everybody. And we just did this intro like an hour and a half ago because it's the second <laughs> podcast that we're recording today, and that's why I'm like extra giggly about it. I don't really know. What else? Like, is a snow day, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't really know why I'm so I'm I've been stuck inside all day. So today's episode is gonna be kind of fun because we are throwing a different type of concept and chat at you guys. It's not about fat loss, it's not about competition bikinis, it's about some real life practical shiz that happens in I'm gonna be real silly during this podcast. Just, <laughs> just like I, I feel it already. We're less than sixty seconds in, and I already feel it. But today's it's time to let loose. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't know. So this podcast episode is all about instant gratification and why it holds us back, and also why. It's a good tool to have in your back pocket, maybe. It's not that it's all negative things. Uh, There's definitely some positives into having the mindset of, you know, I want it, I want it now. It it makes us work a little bit harder, Um, but we're going to chat about it. Uh, They're just, it's something that in the year 2018, most people, if you're not the type of person dealing with it yourself, you sure as heck know somebody who has that kind of mindset. I think we all have had uh, the situation probably numerous times uh, where we feel that we want something and we want it now. And I think we all can remember even flashing back to maybe when you were five years old and you were standing with your, you know, maybe your mom or your dad or big brother and you saw that, you know, that pack of gum and you just really wanted to have it and you had a little fit and you wanted it and you wanted it now and there was no arguing about it. Yeah, I've, I, I laugh because I definitely... I get it. You have to have patience. We're going to talk about all this, but I'm definitely the type of person that if I don't want something, I could, you know, I could care less, whatever. But the second that I want it, I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to have it now. And like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And so that's where I think that that positive mindset and that positive part comes in because it definitely helps if you have the idea of like, okay, well, I want something and I'm going to do what it takes to get it. I think that's great. And I think that's a good quality. Um, but I actually, I saw the funniest, the funniest meme the other day. And it was literally like, um, the, the second you start thinking about skipping class, there's no turning back. And I just thought it was so (laughs) funny because I used to, there would be like days when I was in school, like, and living at, at home, like regular school, like middle school or whatever and I'd be like I don't want to go to school tomorrow and then I would be like mom I don't want to go to school tomorrow and like I would do anything to let her let me stay home I'd be like mom I really need a mental health day like and I remember this clearly and I usually got what I wanted there were sometimes you were like (laughs) there were sometimes you were like literally knock it off you're going to school and I would be like okay I tried but like I would do what it I would do what it takes and so I just thought it was so funny 
you didn't ask for a mental health day often. So there were times where that that request. I'm like a little eight year old being like, mom, my mental health is suffering. I need I don't to. Think it, it was more like high school. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Yeah. But I do anyway. think that, yeah, I do think that that is that feeling of, um, yeah, well, well we're going to talk, go into so yeah. many different, but I know I, I have triggers for sure of things that I know I get that idea in my mind and I've got to have it. And mm-hmm. I even go a step further and I'll we'll laugh about it. I get something that I like and oh, I get one. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to dedicate a whole episode to the number of things that Jules has fallen in love with and then just <laughs> hoarded and like was like, I got to have it all. It's like and the first all. thing that comes to mind right now is, oh my God, there's so many, um, the, the kernel seasonings, the popcorn seasonings. It's like, oh. if, if she couldn't find it in the store, she got, she had to order it online and she had to make sure she had a backup for a blizzard that's what was going to lock us in the house for seven years. So I well, love I you and I love your, I love that about you. I absolutely love, but I, I do. Variety is like, mm, such a, spice of life. a tea such a tease for me. Yeah. So if I like it once and then there's other choices of the same thing. Yeah. Hence why I have uh, probably every color of, of Lululemon tops, the run swift tops. I have to have every single one. Um, And if I wear one, you're like, I'm like, you have a thousand of those. (laughs) Anyway, I'm off the topic on that one, but that's funny. Okay. If you're laughing, laugh with us. Cause it's funny. She has, you should see like the amount of David's teas and Tiavanas and balsamic vinegars. Um, I know. Hey, hey, if you that they're collectibles. They're consumables. <laughs> they're con- yeah, right. Yeah. What about your Yankee can? Anyway. Oh my God. So wait, uh, I I can't even. Okay, we have to get back on topic. Okay. Now. Sorry, guys. So we're talking about yeah. Really, uh, the focus is on on instant gratification, and we're going to kind of cover the uh, some of the ins and outs. And this topic, actually, there's been a lot of research on what happens physiologically in in your brain with uh, with what happens when something gets triggered, and all of a sudden you say, "I have to have it. I have to have it." And we're not going to go into that in a lot of detail because that would probably bore you because it's all this sort of chemical dopamine talk. But it is interesting, and there's a lot of great articles out there um, on on sort of the physiological as well as the psychological effects of the desire for for instant gratification. Do you have one to link for us to link? Um, yes, I okay, do. Good. Okay, we'll link that in the show notes for you guys, and you'll be able to read that if you're interested on taking it a step further. Just because that's not our realm, we're not the we're not the scientists, so um, we're just you know taking what we've learned and even experienced and sharing that with you guys. Um, but one of the main things that Jules and I were talking about when this kind of idea came up and we were like, yeah, we definitely need to talk about this. Um, why are we like this? So what makes us so, uh, uh, why do we want it all? And why do we want it now? Um, there are a couple of factors. And one of the main things I think is technology. And I think the, uh, the rapid rate of the increase of technology and what we're able to do, just like even the fact that like, if we want to record a podcast, I literally like, you know, click, click, record, 
TikTok, whatever, and then it's up on the internet. The ability to do things so fast, something like that, something like ordering things from your couch in the middle of the night, Amazon Prime. The first time I ever got a package show up on my doorstep on a Sunday, I was like, it's a Sunday? What? Like, how is this happening? Like, like, who is sending these packages from above? And it's like, oh, wow, now the world is turning into... If I want it and I want it tomorrow, I don't care if it's a Sunday. I don't care if you can't buy liquor. Like, you can buy, you can get anything else. Um, so, you know, the technology, and it's just going to get even more and more elite, I guess. Uh, and Yeah, just faster. You know, even the, you know, the mechanisms now that, you know, Siri and Google Homes that you just literally don't have to move and say, you know, hey, I love my Google Home. because my phone will start to do this. But yeah, you just sort of yell out what you want. And you have your chart, you know, your credit card on file and mm-hmm. literally you just order it and it shows up. Or, you know, you can order it and drive to the location and pick it up. So there's a lot of benefits to those things. But it does sort of feed into the that um, effect. And it really that whole sort of reward system of, you know, I want it, I'm going to get it. And then it elicits definitely a physiological response. And so that instant gratification is rewarded over and over again. And it's really interesting, you know, uh, listeners out there may or may not know, you know, I'm Elle's mom and I'm, I'm the mom and I'm, you know, 57. And I, I do remember when we did not have computers to order things and we would have catalogs and we would call up on the phone or you would go into the store, which is funny, you would go into the store with the catalog. We used to go to JCPenney with our catalogs and, yeah. and the order and they would do it you know, on paper and they would order it. Um, so, and then you had to wait for it to ship and all that. And, and, so I remember all these things where we did have to wait for things. And, you know, you would collect your money. You would babysit. You collect your money. Then you would go to the bank and deposit your money. Um, yeah, and- I think that that's super interesting because um, that, like, the idea behind a lot of people these days are, okay, well, I will I will order this or I will, you know, have the delivery person drop my food off so I can focus on the things that are more important. And so it's like we try to jam so much into one day or like if you if you literally write out all the things that you do in a day on a busy day, if you looked at that on paper, you would be like, how on earth will I get this done? We've become these like little machines that are like, how much can we push into this one day in order to, you know, be successful or whatever. And I think that another point that we that we brought up when we were like, okay, so why are we like that? Um, is like the glorification of perfectionism and like that mentality that says like team no days off or like, you know. I more than you grind, and I'm faster. Or, yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, so while it's great that – we want all of these things our lives move so quickly that it i was just thinking about it in comparison to what you said about like when you were like ordering things and you had to actually wait like your life was like people were no doubt successful then but the but the way the speed at which the world 
worked was so much slower. We and used to have to write letters and mail them to people. Oh my God, what's a pencil? <laughs> what is it? But what's, literally, what's you a know, stamp? it was a stamp that would take. <laughs> days for the letter to get to where you would go because I remember this when I was in high school I went to an all-girls high school and so we would have dances with schools that were all boy high schools and so you would meet somebody and then you couldn't talk on the phone because we didn't have cell phones number one and so you know they were living at their school and you were living at your school so you would write letters oh and God, you sound so ancient I love it would write a letter, you'd mail it. We would put little tick marks in our notebooks on the days that we knew it would take until X days that it would arrive there. So and then you would say, you would have three to five days that if they didn't send you the letter back, that they probably weren't interested. But then you had to add another five days for the mail and, to Oh and my God. God. And there was a Sunday and a Saturday in there and any holiday. So it was like once and every now week. I have three <laughs> dating apps on my phone. And when I'm bored, I swipe mostly. Which which one's the I don't want you the swipe, right? I don't know. I'm, I'm not asking you. I'm asking the listener. Somebody tell me. No, Um. I I literally like. But so it's I think it's swipe right. I don't know. I always get confused. People always say swipe right. And I'm like, but that looks like it's to the left. Like, when you, I don't know. Anyway, so not important. But like, I literally can go through hundreds of men in my area that are also, you know, looking for a date. And, you know, so it's like Jules is over there in what year is this? 1976. Six, yeah. So yeah. in 1976, she's she's counting the days that the the mail is you know gonna do its its round trip it's gonna get there and then she might get a letter back and it's like we don't know how to be patient and that comes into play when we're communicating with people even like a text message I know that I get like super overwhelmed with text I'll have like 32 texts in my I have 16 right now I'll is that six or nine 19 I have 19 right now and it's like it there's just so much going on. Um, I think that we get kind of like swallowed up in like how fast the world works. And, you know, it just everything's right at our fingertips. It is. Well, Jeez. so, you know, it does teach you a lot about if you have to step away from technology and think about all the things that you that you would have to do to to get the things done. And I think that does, there's, the longer it takes you to do something, there's more room for interferences. So it, I think that this drives what I was going to um, lead into is about this concept of perfectionism, that, you know, if you're going to do it, and we hear this a lot, that I, I don't want to do it unless I'm going to do it right, mm -hmm. or I don't want to do something unless I can put my all into it, because then my expectation is, if I put my all into it, I'm going to get my, I, I'm going to be rewarded with everything back. And, and the, the reality of it is, is that isn't really how the world works, but that's how our brain wants to work. <laughs> yeah. Becomes, yeah, and it almost becomes a little bit of a, um, an intoxication. And I think if you read that article, you'll understand sort of what happens in the brain with that instant gratification. And it is something that we are, we are, um, equipped with because it is part of survival you know if something tastes good then it must be good for us to eat because bad things usually are are not good for us not always but in terms of like if you're thinking of survival you know yeah, if you're out, out there picking berries and stuff you're out yeah. there picking berries yeah the bitter berries are not 
ripe. They're not good. Yeah, um, we hire someone to pick those berries for us and show up with a bucket on our doorstep, and we don't and have to even get off the couch. <laughs> and we Venmo them. We don't even need cash. Um, but it's what true. Cash? No, it's true. Yeah, what is so, cash? But it does, it does make you pause and think about what would it be like if we could remove some of that instant gratification and how would we be able to stop and and think about how might we do things differently in our lives you know we process things differently which is really what the whole point of this podcast is is to to help you understand sort of the mindset of this um instant gratification and how how you can use it and how it possibly could hurt you yeah and i want to talk about a couple just like another few things um that kind of explain why we're like this or uh, other issues that we run into with having this instant gratification mindset uh and i think it's kind of growing up in a a it's a very hard world in terms of the way that people um say things and the way people treat people um but we have become i think soft and so i wanted to to kind of put the hard and soft out there um and and by soft i mean that like everybody's so protected um and they try to protect themselves um or they try to protect their children uh and so if you're growing up and you you know you love your you love your kids you want them to be happy and safe and feel good and have you know good self-esteem and be good at things but then kids are growing up being told that they're these amazing you know pianists or like you know they're they're the best in the world and you know everyone's a winner and people are getting participation trophies and um and while i do believe it's important to you know like trying is huge it's important to try because if you don't try something you may never know that you're good at it um but this leads to entitlement and the idea that well i did it so don't i deserve to get that job or don't i deserve first place or don't i deserve um this and that and so i you're shaking your head because like i know you get what i'm saying so what do you think well, I definitely think so. I think uh, there is the concept of, you know, again, as a parent raising children, you want them to be um, to have a good self-esteem um, and you want them to learn about life. But you definitely I think you hit it uh, very squarely on the head about protecting them because there are disappointments in the world. And I do think that people are not um, they're not. It's a fine line because how much. Do they need to run into difficulties to figure them out to then have the satisfaction and gratification of good hard work versus, okay, I'm going to do this and get this result right away versus, you know what? It's hard, you know, getting out there in the world and, you know, getting that first job, you know, it's hard out there. It's hard. It's competitive to, to do a lot of things in life. And, and even in the day to day things, you know, you know, we can put this into perspective of, you know, everyday life, but also we see this a lot with health and fitness, you know, that people will say, well, you know, I've been struggling with my weight my whole life, but the expectation is they're going to start on a new plan and that they're going to lose 15 pounds in, in four weeks. 
and and we always have to say, well, how long did it take you to put those 15 pounds and and how long have you had those 15 pounds extra carrying around in your body? So yeah, and we know we it, all know how easy it is to put 15 pounds on and how hard it is to take it off. <laughs> that's right, you know, and so to learn that it's it may be easy to put the pounds on, but yeah. it's not easy to take it off. And there are a lot of things in life that yeah, you know, going down the, you know, like we're, we've got all this snow going on here and, and we've got some, we've got a golf course that's a couple miles away and I, I always see kids um, tobogganing and, and cross-country skiing and it's really easy to go down that hill. But when up. you get to the bottom, you got to get back up and you got to pull the thing up the hill or, you, you know, if you're no, cross-country that's why we have ski lifts. Well, but you know <laughs> what? Get out and, and no. like... The, the good old-fashioned... No, but it's true. But it's like, we think about it. We, we do live in a convenient world. We live in a world that we are just trying to be as efficient as possible because then we can get more stuff done. And I will be the first one to say that I, I am all about practicality. I'm all about productivity. I... I will find the most efficient way to do something because I got other shit to do. <laughs> like, I've got, you know, but and we, a also, lot of us do. Yeah, but there's not that expectation that just because you are who you are and it should just all fall into place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and if you're only going to put 10% effort into it, should you expect 100% return yeah. versus 10% in you may get 10% or you might get 5% yeah. back. And and I think that's, it kind of goes like the same thing with me going to JCPenney with my catalog. I go all the way there, I got my order slip and they say, out of stock. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean. It's so true. <laughs> now, now like, we can just check and see which stores have it. And again, like, we, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think about. And it's like, but that's why we're wired this way. Like, and it's no fault of our own. It's just the way that the world works. And so the this instant gratification, it it influences us. And, uh, you know, Jules brought up in with the with the fitness goals. And and I definitely we have a couple, you know, kind of ways to address this and then like how to be better. Um, so we can take an example of of a fitness goal. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about weight loss. Let's say, you know, you're somebody who all your life you've struggled with your weight. Maybe you've had ups and downs. Maybe you at some point had lost it all and then gained it back. And it's like, okay, so now you're at this point where you're like, oh my God, I can't win. I can't, like, I'm, for some reason, I just can't get back into the swing of things. And, you know, there are a couple of things that, that you have to address and take care of in order to really stick with that, uh, stick with that goal and that, the first thing is definitely understanding that this isn't an instant gratification type of thing and you have to separate the the way that we get things, you know, with the snap of a finger and recognize that this isn't one of them. Yeah, that's a big one. That's yeah. a totally big one. You know, and changing um, behaviors, uh, changing habits, changing viewpoints it's a lot more complex than just changing behavior. Uh Anybody, you know, you really can start to do, you know, one foot in front of the other type of thing, and that will carry you so far. But then, 
what happens when something gets in your way. And, you know, we talk about this a lot with when people will say, what about meal plans versus, you know, sort of our approach that we use with the flexible dieting is because following something or a path is going to be, you know, is, is a framework for success, but it's, it, it's like me going to the JC Penney and find out they're out of stock because sometimes things fall in your way that you don't have control over. So how you handle it is an important thing. So do you then turn to something that's going to give you a little more instant gratification, uh, you know, a, a quicker, uh, a, a quicker thing, like I, I'm going to fast, you know, or I'm going to eat for a few days, I'm just not gonna eat for a few days. Um, that will get me there faster. You know, so it is, when we look at changing behaviors to give us results versus doing something for that instant gratification, this happens all the time in life choices. And we joke about it sort of the instant gratification is the little devil on your shoulder and the, you know, the commitment and focus for the real changes that need to be made is that little angel. And, you know, you have the devil and the angel talking in your ears. And so this is where it gets a little bit, more um, focused on on how you can use your mind and how you can reframe your thought patterns to help you through and and recognize okay I have this path of instant gratification and then I have this path that may not give me that gratification which is going to help me to get to what I ultimately want in the and long run in the long run and so I think that when this is where we run that gray line when somebody interjects, say, well, I'm a perfectionist, I have to do it 100%, that it can help you with that because you will be, hopefully, that kind of person who's just going to be you know, diligent and, and push through um, as long as it doesn't totally derail you. Yeah, and, the, and being a perfectionist, go for it. Just, foc- just focus in on the smaller pieces of it so fine be a perfectionist and get your workout in that day and then the next day be a perfectionist again get your workout in moment i love it you know and so if you if you break it down and you stop and and so then you can set up there you go beautiful you can set up a little instant gratification system but 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 break it down into into a daily thing and so if that's the way that you work use it Use it to your advantage. And then, you know, you can't let your perfectionist, you know, mind get in your way. If something goes wrong, it doesn't mean that all progress is lost because we all know that it's what happens over the majority of the time, not, you know, just once. Um, So it, it, so be a perfectionist and go for that instant gratification, um, but keep it on the smaller scale because all of those little small scale things that you instantly achieve um, are gonna are gonna be there, and you're gonna have those benefits in the long run. Um, so fine, be you know. So so that's really a huge one. You know, you can yeah, apply you d- perfectionism. Yeah, apply. Yeah, I kind of like that. I wonder if that's, I like that too. If that's a term <laughs> that people use elsewhere. Well, I don't know, but we're just, if it is, then thank you, whoever said it before, then. But it definitely applies. So, so having that patience, um, and just, you know, 
learning how to do something, understanding that it's not necessarily going to happen right away. Um, and it's okay to be a perfectionist, but just be a flexible perfectionist um, in you know what you decide you're going to perfect, um, and and wait until you know the benefits you'll you'll reap them in the in the long haul. Yeah. And, and that goes also, you know, uh, by looking at how can you use um, that? I think that's a great way to use that instant gratification to your benefit. And so not all instant gratification activity is, uh, is negative. Absolutely. Just like all perfectionism activity or, or uh, traits are not bad, but they can, you know, they can become extreme. And I think that's where we, we say, what is, you know, when is it? to your detriment when is it to your advantage yeah. so we you know and about, um, i was gonna say we talk about balance all the time and we talk about and and truthfully i don't feel like everybody's everybody's vision uh, of balance is different i do believe if you're trying to achieve something great it does take a little bit of an extreme perspective or attitude or action if you're really trying to achieve something great but in the in the the majority life should be this kind of like flowing balance. And so like, if you're trying to find it, you kind of just need to tone it down and figure out, you know, what's most important. Absolutely. And I think one of the hardest things about um, the concept of instant gratification is that is defining what having what patience is, because patience for something can literally be like when I was that you know five-year-old asking for that pack of gum, just waiting until my mom got to the cash register to pay for it. And so learning, okay, I just you know I asked for it, she picked it up. Now I have to be patient for her to pay for it, right? I can't get it that moment. I can't rip it open and start eating it then. Um, although I could, I suppose. But when I was, I, was gonna I, say, I don't think I ever did I that. I guess when you're five, right? But it's like I was in the I was in the grocery store the other day and I I. Um, I got myself one of those Kavita drinks, the lemon and cayenne one, and I was so thirsty. And I was like, I'm just going to open it. And I was thinking, I'm like, I know people do this. I, I know people, whatever, eat and drink and they pay for it. And I paid for it, whatever. But I felt so weird because I was like, I literally couldn't wait Race 10 way. minutes. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, but there's also, you know, that degree of patience of having, doing an activity and waiting for the, um, the, the repercussions or the results of it. Um, and, and sometimes that distance is great and we have to wait for the results of that and it can be hard to wait. Um, it, you know, but on the other hand, what are you going to do with your time in between? And so learning how to manage that patience. And I think this goes back to breaking it down into those tiny bits of what can you do along the way while you're waiting for the bigger the result flexible um, perfectionism yeah flexible professionalism perfectionism so that waiting for the big the big end um where you're going to get a lot of gratification from that versus i'm going to do this now and we talk a lot about that when people are trying to lose weight and saying well yes you can go ahead and you could have a piece of cake but maybe not now you know this may not be the time. And so, you know, people say, oh, but that, you know, those donuts at the, at the station, you know, the, at the office, in the office break room, were just calling my name. 
and that's really that mindset is like, well, if you have a bigger goal and, you know, one of your goals is not to eat donuts, then to step back and say, you know what, I know I could have a donut, but not right now. Yeah, so that's where it's just sort of teaching you how to break down and, and think about what are the, you know, do I need that? Is that going to be my instant gratification or am I going to go ahead and, and do something else? Yeah, that goes right into our second kind of bullet point, which which is expectations. And so it's like, are, you know, are your expectations in line with what you're a willing to do and be, uh, I want to say capable of doing. So it's like, okay, so are you committed to it? Do you want this? And then on the other hand, does it fit into what's even possible for your life? Because there are a lot of people that would be like, that will be like, I want to prep, but they're like, in medical school they have seven children and they're adopting 14 puppies like or fostering them I don't know like they're so you may want something but is it realistic maybe not and if it is then that's great and so you've and and it's really all about just identifying that uh not necessarily like um there doesn't need to be like a yes or no answer. There can be a gray area there. It's just important to identify what is a realistic time frame, what is a realistic uh, uh, action or goal, and then what are your expectations from that? Because if you don't have high expectations, then fine, you could do it. And if you quote unquote fail, it won't matter because your expectations weren't you know set to the bar that you want to achieve. Yeah. And I do think that that also people will put on themselves a lot of pressure. Um, and again, this goes back to sort of what goes on with the expectation of I, I am in the perfectionism. I'm only going to do this if I can do it exactly right. But then the stakes for themselves may not be really that high. So they say, okay, well, you know, I want to do it. And they start to justify things and then with that all the emotions start to come along with that and then the feelings of failure so this this starts to fall into a lot of this other stuff that you know we could go on and on but the expectations if you set them realistically then you're going to be less likely to try to justify yourself out of you know out of the behavior that either you want or the behavior that you're trying to avoid so so it's like trying to talk yourself in and out of things. Whereas if you have a realistic expectation, time frame, level of what the activity is, then it's, there's not a lot of justification. You can say, okay, you know, this is realistic. I'm really just, you know, messing around here. So maybe, maybe my goals aren't really akin to they're what I really want. Ser- yeah. They're not really yeah, serious. Exactly. Yeah. So it feeds into it. So the more you start to justify things, then, then maybe you need to sit back and say, well, Do let's even- re- really want this yeah I try and think I was trying to think while you were just talking about that I was trying to think like do I do I set my like personally and I'll ask you this too do I set the bar super high and then if I I just like keep trying keep trying and if I don't reach it it's okay or do I set the bar and then I I reach it and then I surpass it it's like what what to me is more gratifying um, that's a question yeah. yeah I think it did, I, and I'm going to propose I'm going to throw this back at you of me observing things on you but also just sort of a general observation um, I think you definitely uh, have a little bit of this perfectionism you always have <laughs> um, 
and 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 it's a very independent streak. Like I'm going to do this, and and not always um, accepting that. Not so much that you're not going to do it, but that you're going to do it on your own, and and you, you almost always do, usually do. Um, but I think that it you do sometimes put those bars and those pressures on yourself, and that it 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 starts to. Um, how can I say this? Instead of like raising the bar, it becomes your ceiling. Mm. And so, and I think, you know, I see this a lot in lots of people and I'm going to say, I have experienced this myself and only because now I am at the age I am and having lived through different phases of life. I know as a woman who has very much like you in many ways, (laughs) it's like, I want to to achieve certain things. But every time I raise the bar, I also know that it kind of hangs heavy on me. And so knowing that um, and being able to step back from that and say, okay, you know what, I do because I strive for more and I'm always going to want more. But more, sometimes we have to back off of it because it itself can be suffocating. When in many ways you have to just sort of sit back let things happen because a lot of things, oh gosh, I'm going to sound so Zen and Buddha like a lot of things are going to, uh, are going to sort of um, open up and you'll see. But I think if you step away from having these, um, these expectations or always looking for this, this, this to happen now, it really can be very eye opening and it can, it can allow you to, to journey into things personally. And I guess I'm only speaking from my own self experience that I've learned to be a little bit more um, open-minded about choices and where they're going to lead me. It's almost as if I'm willing to open a couple of doors at the same time and look at them and say, all right, I can, I can take this path or I can take this path or I can take this path. And sometimes the answers aren't always clear, but you take a leap. Boy, I'm, I'm, I'm going into a different subject here, but no, well, but I think that what you, your question here. No, I honestly, like I, that was more than I even expected just because I think what you identified in me is something that I've identified in hundreds of women that I've worked with and talked to and not even just people that I've worked with, just, just friends and just anytime we set a goal on ourselves, we definitely, a lot of us do set those, the bar really high. And not only does it act as, you know, the top of the mountain, it's also like a storm at the mountain. And it's like, so I want to get there, but like what happens when I do get there? And you almost like somehow you either talk yourself into this or other factors, you know, lead you here and there. And you end up, I guess, pulling yourself down almost well Um, yes it it can it can literally literally stop you in your tracks so that's where I was talking about when you get to that point you you really have to take it as um an opportunity to to open your mind and open I guess your your thoughts that I don't need something right here right now that sometimes I just have to let it experience and 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 that I think can lead you to break out of that that bar that's holding you down, it can actually take you and elevate you to another level. So it is allowing a little bit more of um, a step back from that instant gratification and saying, I am really taking myself to this new level of patience. Mm, yeah. and, and I think that maybe we should have called this whole thing patience because yeah. 
all really comes down to figuring out of it. And we can have the patience of, of a flea or we can have the patience of, I don't know what I can relate this to, but um, something different. Yeah, someone who, yeah, whatever, bigger. Yeah, and so I think that all kind of segues into the next point, uh, and and that's distractions. And what we mean by distractions is the idea that if you're not getting what you want, uh, what do you have, dogs that want to eat? <laughs> yes, talk about distraction. Yeah, well, let, let them out the door. They're fine. Um outside my door oh it's our old beagle he he's almost 17 years old i've been saying he's been 17 for like a year now um but he's almost 17 yeah he's gonna be 17 in a few months yeah You've and he knows saying in a few months talking. forever it's like the, just, the, the dog that, that, that never stops aging um so yeah speaking of distractions um it, one thing that we suggest that you all right over there yeah <laughs> oh, okay i'm so distracted right now why are you doing this to me um <laughs> stop <laughs> you're killing me <laughs> told you guys we've been talking for a long time so it's, this, was, this was our silly podcast um okay so um if you're not getting the results that you want so if you're not instantly losing that you know 20 pounds or 30 pounds whatever we begin to get distracted with a new method or a new goal and so you end up with not achieving one goal and then because we are so enticed by instant gratification you're opening up a new project you're starting something new and so now you have you know 15 tabs open in your browser like i do right now and i you, have two browsers open oh i have so many i've got two computers i like it's you know and so you, and then you end up with like a half written email here and then a, a, a blog post on the next one. And it's like you never actually finish it. Um, and, you know, if you're if you're good with your time management, which is going to be the next uh, podcast that I do that's coming out on Friday. Um, so this will be the next podcast uh, that you guys will be listening to from me. Um, but if you're you know able to manage those things, um, you'll be able to actually finish something. And so the we, we then have to go back to that core concept of micromanaging and, you know, your flexible perfectionism uh, because you're going to have to take things one step at a, at a time. Yeah, and I think this is where those are things that we can learn how to manage. <laughs> That's Quinn. She's saying, I told you, five o'clock comes and they five get a little... O'clock. It's five o'clock somewhere. Time for uh, food. <laughs> But you can, you know, I talked a little bit earlier about that our brains are sort of wired early on for this um, learned response, physiological response. But you as an adult with life experiences can learn how to control that response. Um, you can start to associate uh, experiences and, and, and then you, your physiological responses to some degree or at least understand them so that you can learn how to attend and stay focused and committed and it really does come down to that sort of decision that you know what I'm just going to stay on this course what is 
I've seen the acronym for FOCUS, follow one course until successful. And, you know, so that is something that really is something that um, if you want to achieve many great things, you can do many tabs open, but each tab should be one focus. So you may have a tab on your career. You may have a tab on your your social life. You may have a tab on your, you know, your well-being and health, you know, and maybe other tabs, hobbies or, or um, you know, other commitments. But each one, you want to have that direction and that path and follow it. Because I think one tab subdividing into 15 or five becomes distracting. Yeah. And it's you want to have a good balance in your life. Like if you are, you know, trying to get a promotion at work, but you're also trying to watch what you eat, you don't want to, you know, only give 50% to each of those things because then you may not ever reach that goal. So you do kind of have to, I think going in kind of cycles of like, okay, well, so I'm going to map this out for the next six weeks. I'm going to make sure that I'm got everything and maybe even a little bit extra in terms of whatever work stuff I need to do to hopefully get this promotion. And my health stuff isn't going to be 0%. Um, it's going to be as high as I can get it and as reasonable as I can get it. Um, and what my expectations are need to be realistic. And so in order to, you know, uh, we will kind of just wrap this up just because... You know, I think that we've rambled for 45 minutes like we always do. Um, just very free form today. Yeah, it was. Well, we're, we're a little bit of cabin fever because is that what they say? Did I say that? Cab- right? Yeah. 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 Cab- Being stuck inside from the snowstorm. But, you know, so in this world of instant gratification, it's really all about identifying and understanding the way that you work because not all instant gratification is bad. Uh, not It's not all negative. And although this is the world that we live in now, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to bring you down and it's always going to make you uh, fail because you set the bar too high. So you do just need to find that, you know, realistic time frame and find that patience, this, that big, that big P word patience. Um, and, and not to give up, uh, when things get hard and not to get distracted. Yeah. And I think that that's an important thing is to recognize the sources of distraction. And so if things that are feeding into the instant gratification responses, that uh, are triggers for you. So it would be the kind of thing that if you know that, um, I'm just going to use this example, that you, uh, um, that we, we joke about, but you're enabled very easily to go and make purchases and maybe you're trying to watch your budget. So maybe, you know, maybe get rid of all of those emails that you get that tell you about this sale from this company and that sale. Unsubscribe. You know, unsubscribe to some email lists that you don't really want to know when the next sale is at, at your at your favorite store because you might be trying not to spend money. Um, you know, it, sort of think about those kinds of things. If yeah, you're on smart. social media and there's a certain social media account that is sort of eliciting a weird feeling every time a, a post pops up that makes you feel like you need to do something, um, maybe deactivate that. You know, so think about preserving yourself for what you can use your instant gratification for and not 
but I think that's a signal that I need she's, to she's attend. Gonna sign, she's going to sign off. So I'm going to wrap up the podcast. Sorry, guys. Her dogs have been very needy lately. Yeah. Um, it's kind of all right. So I'm going to have her mute her microphone real quick. And just on, just mute the, the call. You, <laughs> I don't know. Are you talking? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even plugged no, in. No, if you go on your screen, mute your microphone. Yeah, there we go. I love her. She's the best. You guys are, I hope you guys have been enjoying this episode. Um, we just kind of, we just kind of give it to you real and we, we just are coming at you with literally just us. Um, so, uh, we appreciate you guys listening and having patience, patience, the P word with us. So anyway, um, we, we wanted to bring this up just because we know how difficult it can be in with a health and fitness goal uh, whether it's a competition prep goal or whether it's just a a weight loss goal how much it kind of sucks to be like man I don't when am I when's this gonna happen like when am I gonna see the results that I want to see and I'll tell you that I've been doing this health and fitness thing for five plus years for a long, you know, for a long time, more, you know, getting involved with macros and getting involved in, you know, bodybuilding and training in the sense that I really want to transform my physique and, uh, you know, working on the movement, like lifting doesn't make you bulky, lifting doesn't make you manly. And I'll tell you that I'm still waiting. I'm still being patient for when I'm going to look the way that I visualize and where, like, ideally I want to look. Um, and so it's a never-ending type of cycle, and and I think that that goes for anything in life. Um, you know, it's okay to truly never be satisfied but uh, and want more, but you do have to settle into where you are in the moment without feeling like you're just unhappy and you just want more. Um, wanting more is not bad, but wanting it now and wanting more and never really sitting and taking a second to look around you, look around your little snow globe. If you <laughs> listen to the last podcast, you'll know what I'm referencing in. Um, but you have to stop and look around your snow globe and you have to be like, wow, this is where I am right now uh, versus always thinking what's next. Um, And I think that that is, that's critical. It's crucial to have that in your life and in order to be successful in any facet and that instant gratification isn't always bad uh, and it's, it can be a great tool uh, to get you what you want. But just remember that just because of the way that the world is doesn't mean that that's the way that you have to be and the way that you have to live your life. So, you know, I'm going to wrap it up. I feel like you guys have been listening for like years, even though it's only been 50 minutes, but it's just because this is the second episode I've done for the day. Um, So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. It would mean the world to me if you left a review and shared this podcast with a friend. And if you screenshotted it and tagged both myself and Jules on Instagram in your story put it in your story make a post about it listen to me while you're walking and watching an African sunset 
like one of our listeners was shout out to you because that still just makes me so happy like i'm zen thinking about that and i'm definitely not in south africa so i'll catch you guys in the next episode thank you so 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 much for listening and we'll talk soon bye